Bonjour quarterfinals. No, it's not a French podcast, but England are playing France in the quarterfinals of the World Cup, essentially. And we are here on the FDT TV podcast on a weekly basis to discuss it. And as always, I'm joined by Mr. Michael Hawes. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm absolutely bloody knackered. Um, it's just been a constant barrage of life, life and more life. And I've, I, to be honest, mate, I just want to go to sleep. Well, that, that's that's good and bad. It's good good to sleep. It's not good to be tired. But before we no. get started, what I do want to say is I tried to give blood today. I tried to? I tried to give blood, yep. And oh, never, here, ne- here we go. Never again. Too many questions. <laughs> Whose blood is it? Where do you get it? And why is it in a bucket? This, I don't, I don't know why. That's oh, they didn't want it. God, they didn't want it. Uh, but anyway, that said, England are through to the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Did you expect them to get this far, Mike? Um, yes. I I know we um. I know you've been quite pessimistic about England's opportunities, uh, as you'll be able to see from earlier episodes. If you go back and check our archive, you can see Ian didn't think that we were going to get out of the group stages. But um, I've got to say, actually, the after the first game, again, I was very, I was starting to get very optimistic, and I very openly gave you an apology last week because of our abysmal, abysmal performance um, against the USA. Mm-hmm. But England kind of redeemed themselves, I think, a little bit against uh, against Wales. Very comfortable win on that one. Yeah. And also um, a very comfortable win eventually against uh, Senegal yesterday. Um, so I'm I'm almost happy that we're kind of being or we're proving ourselves wrong because I know we're one of the favourites going into the tournament. But just after the Nations League campaign, it was a little bit sketchy but again i think that's one of those things that we we really don't like the nation's league campaign anyway so yeah we shouldn't really have taken too much on, on of that into account um but yeah it's good to see them doing well um looking at the opposition for this weekend france are looking pretty good there's some still pretty good teams uh left in the tournament um some some shock results as well actually uh, over the last week, yep. um, the game's turning on uh, on a sixpence with minutes to go, and you just—I think for for some of the results, you didn't see them coming. But um, yeah, I'm I'm really pleased that we've got got to the quarters. But I think looking at, at France, this could potentially be uh, an exit for England at this game. Yeah, I think you might be right. Now, with with what you've said, I think we've done well to get to the quarterfinal. Uh, but I don't think we've played anyone um, of merit yet. I think the USA were the, yeah. our hardest game, or gave us the best game. Um, I mean, Senegal, when you, you look at, at them on paper, uh, they were missing three of their best players. Mane, obviously, has missed the whole tournament. Uh, Adrissa Garnagay was out, and so was Cheku Kiate. Now, I'm not saying the rest of the team were bad, but... If if Adrissa Garnaga is sitting in the middle of that midfield, I think it's a slightly different game. Uh, but I do yeah. think we've 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 gone as far as we're going to go in this tournament. Uh, when we're going to come up against Kylian Mbappe and the new French top goal scorer in the quarterfinals, uh, France are not obviously at their peak of their powers uh, and their their. Um, 
got a few in, few few notable injuries. Kante's injured. Benzema's injured. So, so they are arguably a lot weaker than they have been. But they're still putting out performances. Um, now, I know there, there's some discussion about um, Harry Kane going on mm-hmm. uh, amongst England fans. I know in our group chat there was. Do you think he deserves to start? Uh, and, and the way we're going to go with this question, I suppose, is Jordan Henderson scored their opening goal against Senegal. Lovely timed run into the box um, with a pass from Jude Bellingham. Harry Kane was nowhere to be seen. And there was a number of times mm-hmm. where if there was a player in the box standing on the penalty spot, as the centre-forward should be, he would have had three, three goals in that game. He did manage to get one and open his account for the tournament, but... Mm-hmm. Do you think we will be better suited to play either Callum Wilson or maybe even Rashford up top? What's your thoughts? Yes, uh, as you mentioned, um, not just being an Arsenal fan, it's I I really don't think he's contributed much to uh, to this tournament for the past two tournaments. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, I mean, don't get me wrong. If if he got or if we got England got a penalty, you can guarantee he's going to take it. Um, but again, with with Bukayo Saka's goal yesterday, I've, again I thought it was a great team goal. Um, but even the the pass out to um, oh who was it? Was it Foden? Yep. It was it was kind of like a miss kick off the back of his leg out to Foden for then Foden to then cross it in a box for Saka to be there. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm great. I'm grateful that Saka was there. Uh, but again, that's the sort of position you should be. Or your centre forward should be occupying. Now, we've we've spoken uh, a couple of times about Harry Kane and his role essentially has changed from where he was a couple of seasons ago because he's it appears that he's lost his pace. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a great finisher and arguably one of the best finishers um in the country. But he's he doesn't really seem to be adding anything of value. I think he assisted in the first game and we haven't really seen much of him um, in, the, in the last few games. I've, I think he's been diabolical. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if that's the pressure being on top of him. Obviously, a captain in the nation, you're going into the tournament as one of the favourites. Is that having an impact on his performance? Quite possibly. I mean, no one knows for sure other than possibly the team and him. Um, but I think... With with the work rate of some of the younger lads, and we know, obviously, Callum Wilson was one of the informed strikers yeah. um, going into the tournament, mm-hmm. and Rashford's obviously not shy of a goal or two. It couldn't hurt, but I think with what you mentioned last week about Gareth Southgate coming out and saying, "Look, no, I'm I'm going to go with my my strongest eleven, but he he looks knackered. Yeah, he looks absolutely knackered and not really offering much from from. What I've seen, in my personal opinion, yeah, we think he, he didn't come off, did he, uh, against Senegal? Um, no, and maybe we should have rested him. Um, I think we would have got through that game with Callum Wilson playing or with Rashford playing up top. Um, but even then, when, when we were three 0 up, he still didn't take him off, uh, which mm. was quite interesting. Um, but Harry, Harry Kane obviously may or may not be in the squad. Let us know in the comment section below whether you think he should start. Give us a yes or if you, if you think he should start or a no if you think he shouldn't. And on that note, if you haven't already, make sure you go and subscribe to the YouTube channel, FDT TV. Uh, you look for the big yellow cup. That's us. 
Go and subscribe. Get involved. Um, but we know two players that definitely will miss out. Ben White uh, has obviously left the squad for personal reasons. No, There's no one really knows why. There's speculation here, there and, 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 and other. Um, but obviously the FA have, have asked... Uh, for people to give him some space, uh, which I think mostly people are, are respecting. Um, so, yeah, whatever's going on there, hopefully he, he gets that sorted quickly and he's, he's back to being um, back to his best. Uh, and the other one, Raheem Sterling, uh, has, yeah. and has now also left the uh, the squad after armed robbers broke into his house where his family was while he is away. Um, so hopefully they are all okay and safe and sound. Um, but yeah, not not good. Um, do you think that perhaps Sterling is the bigger miss out of the two, being as Ben White is seen as more the the backup player? Yeah, um, yeah. Again, the from what's been discussed amongst our little group mm. is that we think that the the defence hasn't really had much to do. Um, and therefore, with the likes of Maguire, Stones, um, Carl Walker's obviously back now. Yeah. Um, we've we've got Trippier there as well. Um, we've got Luke Shaw. He's, he's playing really well. So I would say yes, he he is going to be one of the bigger misses because I think one what proved us, um, I suppose, right in a sense is uh, was the game against America. We didn't really create anything going forwards. Yeah, granted, didn't the other four games or the other three games that we've played, we have um, scored some good goals. Um, but I think we have got options within that position. Um, we've obviously got Jack Greedish, Phil Foden can occupy those positions. Marcus Rashford, um, Bukaya Saka, I suppose is another option depending on, on where you want to play him. But um, yes, I do think he will be a miss because he's in an England shirt. He's really good. Yep. Offers pace. Um, can score a goal as well. So I, I think he would be a bigger miss out of the two. As much as obviously, you know, I love Ben White being an Arsenal fan and I was really glad to see him get called up. But um, yeah, I, I do think that Sterling would be a miss yeah for for the the current squad yeah and so he's one of those that he's sort of the ex, an experienced head now um in the England mm-hmm. squad obviously he's been there done that won everything bar the champions league um and and so he he's he seems to turn it on for England even when he's not in form for his club uh but yeah yep. as we said hopefully both of them are well and um, whatever's going on with them they get that sorted sooner rather than later um, interesting match matchups. I think uh, we see that the pace of Ismila Sar took out Kieran Trippier from the team, and Kyle Walker came back in. Similarly, we've got one of the fastest players in the world in Kylian Mbappe. He's um, going to be playing for France. We know he's going to start. He's made people break their ankles, so to speak, without even having the ball so far this tournament. Um, he scored two in the last game. Uh, do you think that that's going to be a match-up with Carl Walker uh, just to try and keep up with the pace or do you think they're going to go with maybe the, the slightly more def- defensively solid Kieran Trippier? Uh, for me, personally, I think you've got to go for Carl Walker more so on speed than than anything. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, even if you get one of these balls put through, I think... Um, 
Carl Walker. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what happened now. It's a complete brain fart. I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> reboot. Um, yeah, I, I, do, I do think Carl Walker would be able to give him more of a game. Um, I mean, Kieran Trippier may have the um, the footballing brain and therefore be able to keep him, I suppose, positionally. But all it's going to take, you've said it a couple of times, is all it's going to take is a couple of balls over the top. Yeah. And we are we are going to struggle. Um so it's it's a difficult I think, it's, it is a difficult yeah. one, isn't it? Because it's say it's do you go with a pace of, of, of Walker who can can get back and you know he will, or do you go with the, the, the ball playing of Trippier who, who may try and drag Mbappe back but you know he's not gonna go and defend. So we could overload mm. but then you're gonna get caught out. Um but yeah, yeah. so it, it is a difficult difficult one. I, I agree with you, I think it's gonna be a Carl Walker start. Here's the thing. I do think we may end up playing three at the back or five at the back, which we are yeah, real, I was just gonna say will be a, a real five. disappointment, uh, if I'm totally honest. I think we've got to try and grab the game by the nuts and take it to France if we're going to get anything out mm. of it. Um, another interesting uh, matchup will be uh, John Snow, John Snow's. Uh, John Stones, not John Bust. Snow, he's uh, not from the wall. Um, John Stones and Harry Maguire versus Olivier Giroud, who is, mm. you would say, past his prime now, but he just seems to get better with age, a bit like a fine wine. He is now France's top goalscorer, overtaking Thierry Henry. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we, we were graced with his presence in the Premier League for a long time at Chelsea and Arsenal, uh, which was phenomenal. Um, and... Full of confidence still. Full of confidence, full of goals. And I think in some senses, probably the better choice over Benzema. Um, but do you think he's going to get the better of Stones and Maguire? Well, coming up on um, coming up against them in the Premier League in the past, he's, he's going to have a bit of knowledge about them. Um, there's no undenying. He's probably one of the most underrated strikers ever yeah um i i would say um there was people that were writing him off even when he was in an arsenal shirt and he was kind of top scorer for us um but i um i i do think he will cause us problems because he's one of these players that again hasn't got or hasn't had a lot of pace for a while um but my god has he got an amazing footballing brain and a yep. hell of a left foot. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if we do, if we do concede one or two with him being on the score sheet. Yeah. Um, and I th- there's no no doubt in his ability. He's got a, a a big head, and I don't mean that in a a, a metaphorical sense or um, the fact I'm talking about the size of his head. He he knows how to head a ball. He's very confident we're heading the ball. Mm. Um, as, and as I said, he's got a hell of a left foot on him. So um, yeah. I, I do think he's going to cause us problems, yeah. He's one of those strikers that, that as, as you say, some of the balls we've put in the box as England, if if we had you in the team, we would have scored a lot more. He, he is in and yeah. around the penalty area. You give him the ball anywhere, he knows where the goal is. And so, as you said, he's aerial prowess. He's, he's right up there with the best in the world. So it will be an interesting take on what's going on uh, on Saturday, and obviously every week we do make predictions. So it is time to make some predictions. What do you make of? Mm-hmm. Or actually, before we do that, let's get into what we predicted last time because we 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 did some discussion last week about 
Germany growing into the tournament and this and that and the other. What we forgot to take into account was VAR was shit. Um, <laughs> and I think I think if I'm honest, the a number of FAs will probably appeal uh, against decisions uh, and against things going on. And I think this could be the turning point for, for VAR in the Premier League. But that's something to get back to at Boxing Day after we've had a, another shit show of VAR once the Premier League's returned. <laughs> um, but Mike... Take us through the predictions from last week. Okay, so we had uh, Wales versus England. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had 2-1 for that. I had 1-1. Um, so we know the score was 3-0, so that's zero points for either of us. Um, yep. Sorry, just to go over, it was 2-1 you had to Wales. Um, Poland versus Argentina was another game. Uh, obviously, we questioned about Argentina getting through to the latter stages. Um we, you had Poland one nil. I had three two to Poland. Score was two nil. Uh, so it's zero nil point for um, for those two. Spain versus Japan. Um, I've got to say this was an absolutely brilliant game. Yeah. Um, you had one one Spain draw, and I had um, Spain to win three one. Score was two one to Japan. Wasn't expecting that. So uh, a big fat zero for both of us. Yep. And then the uh, the final game was um, Germany versus Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had 4-0 to Germany. I had 2-1 to Germany. The score was 4-2. Uh, therefore, it's a point each. Yeah. So Japan have been my guilty pleasure this tournament. I think they've been they've mm. been the, t- the team to watch and that's say Croatia knocked them out on penalties today. Uh, phenomenal penalty mm-hmm. prowess from, from Dominic Livakovic in the, uh, the Croatia goal. Kept them in it. Uh, and yeah, they're through. Uh, but say, I do think Japan maybe deserved the award of most entertaining team so far this tournament because they've certainly gone balls yeah. to the wall and tried to to counter people. And I think they've opened a few eyes. Um, but yeah, so this week uh, we're going to go with two of the games in the quarterfinal that have been definitely confirmed, which is Argentina Croatia. Is that mm-hmm. no? That's no, not right, is it? No, it's, um, Argentina Netherlands. Netherlands. Sorry. Argentina. And yep. England and France. So yes. I think the the Netherlands Argentina game is first on Saturday, on the, no on the Friday. Sorry. Friday. Uh, yep. So I'll I'll let you lead with that one, and then I'll go first on England one. Give you time to think about that one. Why I think about Argentina. <laughs> Um, So just looking at Argentina's performance, started the tournament very poorly. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's another one of these um, situations where I've seen various memes and stuff about uh, Lionel Messi dragging that that team through um, to the latter stages of competitions. Do I think Argentina are going to win the tournament? No. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if it goes to someone like Brazil because Brazil have been absolutely phenomenal already this tournament. Um, but I do think um, that given this game, I think Argentina are going to win this one. Um, I'm going to go for, I think, 3-2 to Argentina. Fair enough, fair enough. It's, it's it's a difficult game to call, I think, because the Netherlands started off a bit ropey as well, although they were scoring, but they've defensively a bit more sound now. Uh, and Argentina have sort of pulled the Germany and they're, they're starting to grow into the tournament a little bit. Um, so, I think 
what do I think? I think this is going to be a game where Lionel Messi bows out and retires from international football once again. I think it's going to end up 2-1 to the Netherlands. Okay. Uh, and I think it will be a very entertaining game. I think it may even go to extra time. Um, but I do think the Netherlands are going to come out 2-1. Um, and, and moving on to that, then that leaves us with England versus France, or France versus England, whatever way you want to do it. I'm. This, here's the thing. We know we can score goals. I think our question, Mark, is defensively, and I don't think we've really come up with a proper challenge yet. France are going to be that proper challenge. Um, I don't think we're going to go goalless. I, oh, I'm i going to go 2-2 with us to lose on penalties. Oh, okay. Can I, like I, can, I have, can I have that as a prediction? Yeah, yeah. Um, France. So how, 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 does that, how does that work? Do I get... If we lose on penalties, do I get three points? <laughs> or do I get a point? No, so you'll get a point for the correct... Or, yeah, you get a point for the correct result, yeah. i.e. the draw. Yeah. And if France win on penalties, I'll give you another point. Okay, and if it's two... So if it's two all, I'll end up with four points... And we lose on penalties, end up with four points. Yeah? Sorry, say that last bit again. If, if, it, ends up, if it ends up two all... Yep, and then we lose on penalty. I end up with four points for a correct result and a bonus point for us losing on penalties. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What do you think? Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wear my heart on my sleeve in this one. I'm gonna call an England win. Um, again, we've we've shown moments of brilliance within this tournament, and you're right. France have have got some key people missing. Um, I think if we do go five at the back. Um, or three at the back with the the two wing backs. Um, it kind of works in our favour potentially because we can overload in the midfield and we can uh, have that extra extra cover back when we're in defence. But um, I'm going to be optimistic, and this is where the predictions trophy always comes to back to bite me on the backside. Um, but I am going to go for a two one to England on this one. Well, England to score first. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's one of those things that I think we're getting further into this this uh, tournament because there's no expectation. And I know that sounds a bit strange, um, but there, there has been no expectation that I've seen that I've not seen any real hype about the tournament or anything like that. It's one of those, I think everyone expected us to be a bit shit. Um, it's in the you middle of... certainly did. It's, it's not only that, obviously... There's other things going on in the world, isn't there? You've got this cost of living crisis, you've got, uh, it's getting colder, it's Christmas. So everyone's focus is not on the World Cup as it would be in the summer when there's mm. not a care in the world. You sit and have a beer and, and watch the football. So I think it's, it's quite strange. And in some sense, I think that that's a, aided us in, in some senses that there's no expectation. So anything's a, a decent result. But yeah, mm. I think quarterfinals this year. I do think quarterfinal. Uh, but, Mike, I do have a question for you. Go um, for it. And that is around Declan Rice, who did an interview mm-hmm. uh, and said that he wanted to play Champions League football, which has led to all sorts of things, rumours coming out that he's going to leave, they're going to sell him, this, that and the other. Now, 
when you look at what he said, I, I don't, as a West Ham fan, I mean, his shirt's on the wall behind me. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. He's saying all of his mates are playing in, in, in Champions League and winning trophies. He wants to win trophies. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to end up like Harry Kane, get to the end of the career and go, what a great player, but he won nothing. Um, yep. So, I, I mean, he's got, I think, this the rest of this season and next season left on his contract. Um, and he's been tipped to go to Man City or to Liverpool or to Manchester United. I think Real Madrid have been in there, PSG. So it could be a right bidding war for him. But do you think he's wrong to come out and, and answer that question honestly in... Uh, and it, while he's on England duty, leaving West Ham sort of a little bit high and dry, or do you think he's trying to send a message of we need to win stuff or I'm going? I, to be honest, I'd, yeah, there's, I think there's three possible answers to that. But I don't think there's any shame in, in a, a player wanting, or coming out and saying, um, I, I want to win trophies 100% or I want to play Champions League football. Who doesn't? Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why kids and that start playing football because one day they dream of playing in the Champions League, playing in um, the European Championships, yep. playing in um, in World Cups. That I, I, th- I think that would be like someone coming out and saying one day, oh, I want to play for England. Mm. I don't, I, uh, what What is the harm in that? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I get it from a perspective that um, it, it does send either a rocket, a rocket up West Ham owners ours to say do you know what we need to invest in our team to to kind of compete for that obviously he had a, a bit of uh european i suppose success last yep. year getting to the semi-finals but i know I, I don't think there's any shame or any any malice no. within what he's saying and at the end of the day um footballers are are, are paid employees do you know what i mean if yep. if it comes to it and he doesn't want to renew a, a contract or whatever. There's no loyalty in football anymore. No, no. As much as some people like to think they are, yep. there's there's no loyalty. You're going to go to where's, wherever's paying the most um, uh, that will give you the, the the best opportunities to win silverware. Yeah, no, I make you right. And I think that, that what he's done, I don't think he's out of order. What I am no. going to do is over on the Beard and Hammer YouTube channel, which is all about West Ham. I'm going to drill into it a little bit more in depth about what his career and what he's done with us so far and da-da-da-da-da. So if you want to go and have a look at that as well, um, that'll probably be out next week at some point. But uh, what else was I going to say? Brazil. We, we mentioned them earlier. They are currently playing. I think they're still 4-0 up. Yep. Uh, against South Korea. They have been tipped to win the tournament beforehand. That's who my money was on before the tournament started. Do you think they're still uh, s- still in with it to, uh, to to walk away with, I think it's a sixth? Might be a, f- a fifth yes. or a sixth championship Second. title. Yeah, 100%. They've, um, I think from what I've seen from the, the World Cup this year is that it's been so inconsistent. Um, anyone could be anyone on their day. And I know that's very typical of football, but I think Brazil are the one, the one nation that have shown teams how to play football. They've, they're direct. They've got such skillful players. They've got, um, they've got some quality, quality players. Mm. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they do go on and win it. And I think from, from what we've seen from the tournament so far, they deserve to win it already, uh, in my in my honest opinion. Um, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love for us to 
a, a Brazil England final. I, d- I don't know if it's is going to be possible from the yeah, roots or wherever they go it into it. But um, I would love that, and for us to uh, and for us to beat Brazil. But it ain't going to happen if we get to the final and we are up against Brazil. We are going to get demolished. Mm. And what will really piss me off is if Richardson scores, because <laughs> I absolutely hate that guy. Um, <clears throat> nothing to do with the fact that he's got the Spurs link or, or whatever, but no, I just... Um, it's one of those players that grinds years a little bit. Yeah, and do you know what I think I think as well? If Martinelli scores um, for against us, is that going to create a lot of hate between Arsenal fans? <laughs> do you know what I mean? If he comes back to... Uh, to the Emirates and he scores the winner against us. A one all Martinelli comes on in injury or injury time, bangs in the winner. Our Arsenal fans gonna be pissed off. No, I think what you have to look at is that actually leaves several World Cup winners in your squad. Yeah. You know, you have to look at the positives of these things. Um I mean they they were the only side in the whole tournament in the last group game to rest their first eleven. It's paying dividends, they're four nil up in the first half. Um, mm. it, it's crazy it is crazy crazy stuff um, but I mean have you got anything else to add to footballing news this week because it's it, there's not much else going on there's a few rumours happening with transfers and stuff because it's getting to that time of year as well uh, but mm-hmm. obviously the, the main focus of this is, is England at the minute um, so I mean, yeah no, got... no, nothing for me I think we've um, covered the, the main points obviously there was the um uh, the the two players going home. I think just to sum up, basically, what you said. I think um, wishing them, or I echo your responses and wishing yeah. them and their families well uh, with whatever's happened, um, and just best of luck for the next game as well. Yeah, uh, come on England. Yeah, come on England. Uh, another step closer to me writing an apology letter to Harry Maguire. <laughs> uh, but until next time, I've been Ian. I've been Mike. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. We will see you next week. Thanks very much.